You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review. It's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Cause Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. Don't go outside cause it's gross and icky. Who is TGIF Bleaklings, it's Friday, it's Bleak and Review Quarantine Quickie Time. I'm Kevin Anderson, this is podcast content. Oh yeah. Ever heard of it? Sure you have. Thank you all for joining me once again, and a special thank you to a certain number of you, including Luis Garcia, Jim Richards, Jill Jamjoom, Jill Jamjoom, that's three J's, I like that, S. Parks. Rudy Rueda. These are some of the people who are in the pantheon of Patreon support over at patreon.com slash bleak and review. I forgot to do a Patreon teaser this week, so I'm just immediately starting with promotion in this episode. The reason <laughs> that I got a little fucked up on that is this is the first time in the midst of this quarantine that I have actually lost track of what day it was. I didn't, that hasn't happened yet, and then it happened this week. I know this because A, the Patreon episode is supposed to come out on Tuesday, came out on Wednesday, and B, a group hangout session, uh, Google Hangouts group chat kind of video chat thing that I organized (laughs) on Tuesday night, I forgot was happening because I didn't realize it was Tuesday for all of Tuesday until 9 p.m.-ish. As I mentioned later in my conversation with this episode's guest, Joe Kay, I that's I know I realized that because he's like, are you coming? And I was like, to what? Oh, that thing that I, I set up and was going to be involved in and then just completely bailed on. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was Monday all day. So <laughs> guess not. Uh, whew. Yeah, that's the first I thought I mean, I've been hearing people like make jokes about that, you know, being like, oh, days don't mean anything anymore. But like, I've at least known what day of the week it is. Maybe I don't know exactly what the date is every day, but I've been like, it's definitely Thursday or whatever it is, you know? So I guess that's a that's a uh, that's definitely a milestone in this <laughs> in this whole all of this business. Uh, that and it's been about uh, four days since I've had no clean underwear, and I've either been wearing basketball shorts or just free balling it around because, like, who fucking cares? Honestly, I just don't really want to go to the laundromat right now. It seems like a bad place to be. I'm sure that they're not going to be like swamped because you know everyone's living in their own filth right now, probably. But I don't know. It's been hard to work up the motivation to go hang out in an enclosed space with uh, a bunch of people in their clothing. (laughs) It's kind of difficult. It's been a fucking crazy week for me. I don't know what's going... I I, I talked about this, like, I don't know, whenever ago, a couple episodes ago, how my neighbor got stabbed in the face. Maybe that was just on Patreon. Ooh, a little teaser there. Yeah, my neighbor got stabbed in the face. Full story at 11 behind a paywall for $5. Patreon.com slash Bleak Review. I thought that was going to be the highlight of the shit. And then this week, good God, I don't know what's going on. I think the universe is conspiring to make me go absolutely mad, absolutely batty. Like two nights ago, the loudest screaming match ever. My building is pretty, my my building's pretty small. There's only six units in my building. It's a pretty low key environment. Everyone that lives there that I know is like some version of very normal and chill. Like, 
we got some stoners across the way. We got a piano player next door who's very kind and has a nice dog. Upstairs are some college kids that are, you know, kind of noisy, but they're fine. And then there's some uh, older folks that are very polite that live upstairs as well. And then in the middle of that, like unit five or whatever, there's one of those apartments where I don't actually know who lives there. I see a rotating cast of characters come in and out, and I'm not sure who's, like, on a lease and who just kind of lingers, you know? I have not actually seen them enough times to be able to be like, oh, no, you're a tenant here, or you're just fucking somebody here, or you sell drugs to them here. I don't know, whatever they're doing. But I was watching TV the other night, and this was probably starting around... 10 45 11 p.m something like that you know i'm up i'm in my living room watching tv i've got the window open nighttime air which is the cause of a lot of my problems i've as you've noticed if you've been listening to uh, all my all these episodes in a row and i just hear like a loud like a bunch of you know someone the sounds of someone storming around and being all angry and yelling and i can't make out what they're saying and then i finally the first thing i hear and it's repeated often so i got to really make out what they were saying they said Bitch, it was the fucking Xanax, bitch. It wasn't heroin. What the fuck? And I was just like, oh, oh, this is interesting. I definitely need to know the rest of this story. <laughs> so, you know, I just keep my ears out for a second to see what's going on. Can't really ascertain much other than it wasn't heroin. It was the Xanax. And then at one point, it was two women who were arguing. I should clarify that. They were calling each other bitch a lot. And they were, they were one of them was saying, yeah, but you already fucking smacked me. So we're even. And I'm like, all right, I guess that's. At least they're, you know, at least they're negotiating. <laughs> there is some there is some law and order up there, it sounds like, you know. No double jeopardy and stuff for uh, Xanax problems. And then, uh, I don't know, there's some talk about money and, like, I'm just trying to get my stuff. So I don't know what was going on. Then some guy who I don't know if he lives there or if it was he's just visiting started getting involved and then... She threatened him saying, don't talk to me like that. I'm a woman. And he's like, you can't handle your shit, which to be fair, seemed to be the case. And then she goes, yeah, but you don't even do any dishes. And I'm like, how did this become like, <laughs> like old married couple level boring all of a sudden? Like, like, oh, you never listen to me. <laughs> you know, I wanted to go to my mother's for Thanksgiving and you refused. You, you said you had to go see your family. We never do what I want to do. <laughs> Bitch, that's my fucking heroin. It's not your mom's heroin. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the, uh, the cops came uh, very, very quietly. They just kind of showed I mean, they were right outside my door, so I could hear everything they were saying. But they just kind of showed up and were like, yeah, you know, uh, these kinds of things happen, you know, disputes over small claims or whatever. But usually just, you know, go to small claims court or something. Don't scream in the middle of the night was the, <laughs> was the uh, big takeaway from that. I was live tweeting the whole thing. Maybe some of you caught that on my Twitter, at KB Anderson, yo. And that was wild. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been angry, you know, I get it. My temperature has risen before, but it's definitely never been that urgent to, to handle something in public. I never want anyone paying attention to anything I do in public. Like I closed my windows to do this. Like I, it's, it's kind of warm, but I like closed my windows. Be like I have to record a podcast and I don't want anyone to hear me do that. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just, you know, bury myself in my room and make sure no one can hear me. Some people don't care. Like some people don't think about that or they don't, that's not, it doesn't occur to them. They're just like, nah, what I got to say has to be said loud and proud wherever the fuck I happen to be. It's like, you ever see people getting in like a screaming argument at like a store, like a grocery store or a gas station. 
it's just crazy to me. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just something I can't wrap my head around because I'm so, uh, afraid of being noticed in public. Unless of course I'm on stage telling jokes. Then I love it. I love it when I get to yell and people have to look at me. It's amazing. And then, so then the next night after that, that was, that was like, you know, an hour and a half of fun. And then I figure that's going to be the big thing of the week. Can't wait to get on the podcast and talk about that. And then last night I'm trying to watch Moulin Rouge for the first time. Another on my series of musicals I've been watching for the first time. And again, I've got the windows open and no less than three times throughout the course of, I believe the first and second act of the film, there were just three gigantic explosions that sounded like they came from like 12 feet away. Like, I don't know where they were, but it sounded like, and it didn't sound like gunshots because I've heard those also in my neighborhood, but it sounded like either a car backfiring or some kids fucking around with, uh, I don't know if you ever would buy uh, fireworks from the legal fireworks stands as a, as, a, as a kid and then smash them with a hammer so that the gunpowder gets all fucked up and then you light it and run away because now that you've mangled it, it'll actually explode. It sounded like that. <laughs> that thing, you know, that pisses off all the dads in your neighborhood when you're at your 4th of July barbecue and it really ruins the egg toss for everybody. God, this is just a series of the whitest things in the world. Kids fucking with fireworks, throwing eggs around for sport, and having a neighborhood barbecue in the middle of the street. Some some, uh, cul-de-sac shit. That's some, uh, hey, the middle class used to be a nice thing, shit. (laughs) Remember when there was a middle class? Ah, the barbecues. And then everyone, uh, you know, now that the middle class has died and, and, you know, everyone has cancer now. That's great. Uh, So, yeah, three big explosions during Moulin Rouge. I go outside after the movie, or maybe I was pausing the movie, and I was like, huh, that was weird. And then, like, like, again, like 10.30 or 11 at midnight, you know, around midnight, getting there, like, my neighbor just starts doing uh, really loud vocal warm-ups, just uh, la-la-la-la-la-la-la, like, right after a big explosion. And I'm just like, I'm going insane. Like, this is clearly what happens when you have a brain tumor (laughs) because nothing makes sense. I'm trying to watch this fucking big romantic musical thing with Ewan McGregor singing his little heart out. And then there's all this just shit exploding and people singing at weird hours. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. I feel like I feel like I'm existing in a shared hallucination with uh, every every sad every sad white person in a twenty mile radius. I think that's <laughs> we're all just losing our minds, and we all do it in different ways. But you know what? The important thing is that we're all suffering equally but differently. We're suffering separately but equal is what I wanted to say. Of course, yes, yes. Bring that up right as we try to go in for a break here. <laughs> Start talking about racial politics. Um, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Bleak and Review Quarantine Quickies number 11, I believe. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. We have some sponsored content from, uh, Dr. Nat Baymel, a friend of the show, certainly coming up here in a second. And after that, I, uh, sat down a little Google Hangout slash podcast recording with Joe Kay, as I mentioned earlier. You all know Joe. He's been on the show for years. Sweet boy. We talk about, uh, the good, the bad. And there you have the facts of pod. What am I doing? I don't know. I, I need to stop recording. I think I, I need to open these windows again and get some air in here because I think I'm about to lose my shit again. So without further ado, here's some more content from Bleak and Review. I hope you like it as I do like the fact that you... Nope, I was going to try to make a poem and I stopped. We're probably going to edit that out. Maybe not. We'll find out after this.
Are you concerned about COVID-19 but sick of social distancing? Do you desire protection against this virus but also close, intimate contact with fellow human beings again? Would you give your kneecaps to avoid getting a runny nose while simultaneously munching on some fresh b-hole? Introducing a revolutionary medical technique guaranteed to prevent you from ever being harmed by this novel coronavirus while allowing you to link up with several new friends. SARS-CoV-2 enters through your nose and mouth, but with this minor surgery, those areas will be permanently affixed to someone else's backside, like a permanent meat mask or booty bandana. And don't worry, this procedure won't clog up the already overtaxed hospitals. It'll be performed at a dirty flop house deep in Tarzana. We'll even offer free transportation, one of our many unmarked vans. Don't have insurance? Don't worry, this elective procedure is absolutely free. Did I say elective? Oopsies, you don't have a choice. We're coming for you anyways. Will becoming part of this human covapine prevent the virus from entering your body? Oh, heavens no. But it can take up to 14 days for symptoms to appear, and you'll be dead long before then. So your fears of this nasty bug are officially over. Side effects may include bad breath, loss of appetite, and having an asshole sewn to your face. You should not participate in this surgery if you have anyone in your life at all who cares about you, even kind of. Ask a real doctor if the human covapede procedure is right for you and your family. Dr. Nap Amel is not a licensed physician, nor a licensed driver. In fact, this entire commercial was left on our voicemail after a missed call from the North Hollywood Police Station. Why he would waste his one phone call and ad copy is beyond us, but he paid for the airtime, and capitalism prevails again. Hooray, capitalism! Boop, I'm a podcast. Hello, Bleak and Review. We are back here. Oh, we are getting claps. This is video oh. and audio content. As, as we know, big. podcasts are, an, are a visual medium. Yes, yes. And we want to explain to everybody exactly what kind of flamboyant hand gestures my guest today would be making on Bleak and Review Quarantine Quickie. With me today, of course, I remain Kevin Anderson and joining me, smoking a fat doobie. As- <laughs> <laughs> and doing a quagmire head swivel. Can I, can I just can I just quit this episode right now? Can I just walk away? Because you called it a doobie. What are we? Nineteen seventy four. Hey, uh, you better uh, you better not toke too much of that reefer. <laughs> <laughs> Joe K is joining me, of course. Oh, they know. They 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 know. They they know this. It's ratty, sassy. Disgusting it's, voice. <laughs> it's sassy. It's stony, and it's a little bit baloney. Mm. what <laughs> how you how you doing bud i'm you know good yeah yeah we missed you last night oh boy yeah i probably talked about that in the intro of this episode but that is the first time uh that i've completely lost track of what you had no idea what day it was like literally i was like so for the listeners we me and joe and a few of our comedy friends have been recreating our usual uh, comedy hangouts on on Google Hangouts and whatnot. So like Killer Mike, Other Door, Good Night, etc. And we've been doing it on Tuesday. And yesterday, on the day we recorded this, I was everyone was hitting me up. I was like, oh, I'll just wait till Tuesday. I'm not going to do one tonight. I didn't know until 9 p.m. that night that it was Tuesday. That yeah. was wild. <laughs> yeah, when you just text me, you're like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, I oh, just uh, realized it's guess- Tuesday. <laughs> 
I just realized it's Tuesday, an hour into you guys hanging out. Uh, and I was uh, an hour into rewatching Across the Universe. Is what happened. Well, I can't blame uh, you for not wanting you... to stop. Oh, it's so good. It's it feels so good. It's, it's really movie. good. Have you had uh, that happen to you, though, where you've completely lost track of large chunks of time like that so far in this quarantine? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just a big like, dumb idiot. <laughs> like, I feel I feel I'm not necessarily thriving, but like, I feel really bad that I'm like doing OK. Yeah, like, I, I get mean, that I have sure. I have some bad mental health moments, like, you know, intrusive thoughts and uh, whatnot and just like downward spirals, but they don't last long. And th- like, I just I, I like actually today I went outside of the building of my building to go have a cigarette like you do. And a friend of the show who pulls up just like driving on my block pulls up Jeff May, friend of the show. Ah, pops love him. One of the umpops, uh, overlord, godfather, beautiful men. Uh, he what was are the just big like, boy titans? He was, uh, yeah, he was just happened to be in the neighborhood, like figuring out where he was having to go, whether he was going to go home or going to record something. And he was just like, oh, I'm circling the block. And uh, I was like, yeah, how are you doing? He goes, I'm terrible. Because <laughs> he's like, like, yeah, you know, everything's like, terrible. He asked me how I was. I was like, I'm okay. How are you? I'm terrible. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm terrible too. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's stop pretending. Yeah. It's, it's a thing of like, I guess given the situation, I'm fine. But like, you know, what's like, everything else is the same as you're experiencing it, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm kind of vaguely thriving in a way of like, I was already in a stint of unemployment before everything. And I was like, oh, everyone now just has to live like me. And I'm already used to this shit. So maybe (laughs) I got a leg up on everybody and I don't feel so bad for being unemployed now. (laughs) So what does it feel like to be a trendsetter? (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of like I'm I'm making I'm making waves is what it is. That's how I like to think of it is it's big, big, big daddy waves. Oh, I'm making content. Surf these wave files, bitch. I'm getting mad pussy three times. MP3. <laughs> oh, and Joe is dabbing so much right now. Oh, I love really, it. Really, really regressing. To know <laughs> that I'm I'm a 30 year old human who can't stop dabbing and flossing, and it makes yeah, my you, boyfriend you very are, upset. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're talking about the floss dance, not actual flossing. Yeah. I'm not going to, I can't do it. <laughs> and now we're getting some Joe K floss dance. <laughs> yeah, you kind of look no like you're just uh, trying anyway. to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's theater of the mind though. You know, they can imagine, like imagine yeah, a big sure. man child uh, wiggling around in his seat. <laughs> and that's what you got. Your spirit animal is like some some queer boy on TikTok who's just got a got his own phone Listen, and he's about to live just, life to his I, to its fullest. I just caved and downloaded TikTok. I haven't made one yet, but I have I have it. Ooh, exclusive Big for the for the quarantine quickie audiences at Joe K yeah. Comedy on TikTok. <laughs> it's <laughs> happening. I haven't this done anything yet. It's uh, you have you have some ideas though. I'm sure there's like because no, there's like genres I just wanted to of get TikTok, on there right? and just see what you know what what you know what the whole thing is. 
And also so we can see friend of the show Sarah Mowry's videos at the source. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to give uh, them the TikTok they're... hits. <laughs> TikTok hits. The TikTok uh, hits. I saw, I, saw, I, saw this, I saw this crow eating a McChicken the other day, and I thought of Sarah immediately. I was like, oh, this is some Sarah vibes, a crow eating a McChicken in an alley. A totally. crow eating a McChicken. That's Which that's is pretty lot, barbaric, sis. right? That's a lot, sis. <laughs> It's like if I was eating like uh, an emaciated boy, you know, like a boy that doesn't have a lot of real meat left on him. I'm not sure where this metaphor is going. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um... Wow, Kevin. <laughs> You're crumbling here quickly. <laughs> so, Joe. Oh, I mean, that's the people who've been following the quarantine quickies. They they they're they know what to expect at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, and bless their hearts for doing so. So, Joe, in this in this uh, there's a lot of people talking about who they're go- the person they're going to emerge as after uh, social distancing and everything is is stopped uh the I don't know for us in California and Los Angeles probably not going to be seeing people in public for a long time still but when that finally ends and we emerge from our cocoon do you think uh do you think you'll be a changed person or will you just be more joe um i mean i'm probably I mean, to be honest i'm probably going to be a lot more of a paranoid person when this is all over really you know yeah like I'm going to be so hyper vigilant of people's hygiene and businesses, hygiene and whatnot. Like we, and we go to a lot of bars in our lives yeah. and it's gonna, it, you know, uh, I'm going to be more hyper vigilant for sure. And I'm also going to just be wearing like lipstick all the time. I think. That's... <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you've definitely leaned into the, uh, the do uh, people should check out your Instagram for, uh, for the makeup, the makeup Just, sessions, so the makeup like years. To, if you would like to join my makeup journey, please follow me on Instagram. <laughs> That's the TikTok right there. The makeup journey. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I, I definitely think that too for me. Cause like I never, I would get, and I would occasionally that would happen like at other door or at the good night. Like I, I remember once in like January, I got incredibly sick just after being at the good night and probably not washing my hands, you know, enough or whatever. And I was mm. just like, now I'm like, now that I'm like conscious of washing my hands and then like conscious of things that, you know, oh, this has touched that and that person's probably touched this. So I should probably wash my hands. Like I never mm-hmm. even really thought about that stuff before. Mm-hmm. And now I'm probably going to, I don't know if it's going to change my world but it's definitely going to alter my my perception bro yeah well i mean to the point where it's gonna oh yeah i'm having little burpees too um to where like (laughs) honestly i i'm not gonna i probably won't even when shit reopens i probably won't go places if i see that there's a lot of people in them yeah that's the thing uh, like in close like in closed spaces like Absolutely. Yeah, it might be a long time for me to be able to be like, okay, I'll go into a crowded anything. Yeah, like a Friday night bar to do karaoke and touch a filthy mic that every drunk yeah, in here has I put mean, their fucking mouth all over. Well, because it's like the tea is it's like I'm going to have to that's going to be my work anyway when that gets reopened. I'm not going to roll the dice any extra. Right. When I have to like, yeah, because you're going to have to go have back to, be to working caging. In bars. No, 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 no. Working behind the bar. So even worse. Oh, that too. Yeah. 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 Even so, worse. Yeah. Even worse. Because with the KJ, it's like, honestly, they could put up some fucking plexiglass over there and the KJ is safe. Yeah. 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 Like in our As little booth in like, this bar the for bar. the listening audience. <laughs> yeah. For the people who are listening that don't know it, it the bar that I work at, the, I work at a karaoke bar and where the KJs uh, work, 
their little area is like a little windowed area, like an open windowed area, like a, almost like a kitchen bar. What what it would look like? So yeah, it can easily be made safer. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like it. It's kind of like a little hidey hole. Yeah, but like I don't. I mean, we're probably gonna have to. Well, you were saying like like yeah, as a KJ, like you there's oh, precautions right. to be made. But if you're behind the bar, they're not gonna put up like a giant sneeze guard like at right, a salad bar right. or something. And well, I was actually just gonna say like I'm thinking we're gonna have to as. Uh, group of employees have to like figure out what kind of business we could bring in without doing karaoke. Yeah. It's yeah. Like karaoke and comedy are two of the most but even, easy ways to transmit germs. <laughs> absolutely. But what I'm getting at is that like, even with comedy, there's not loud music playing so that bartenders and patrons can hear each other. Right. Because like it, the distance is going to have to be kept but how could you hear a customer if you have like someone squawking out like fucking Whitney Houston at the top right. of their just, lungs? Can I just blundering it? through a yeah. Billy Idol rendition. Because <laughs> everyone's going to be like leaning over the bar like, hi, can I get a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like get it leaning in like right next to people's faces. Hi, can I get a then... Jameson, please? <laughs> let me breathe my germs into your mouth <laughs> and let alone that like since i bar back i'm just touching everybody's used glasses right putting my yeah, hands on be... everything that people's mouths have touched i yeah i'm i'm genuinely like man every bar that reopens I, i'm sure every like bar restaurant person every bar worker like they're all just going to be like super on on like on guard or on edge with that shit <laughs> this oh, is yeah. like no we're not doing this again we're not doing this again <laughs> oh yeah employees of these places are going to be the healthiest and cleanest people because you know we absolutely if we uh if we even have so much as the temperature it's like nope you're not coming to work because <laughs> that's, that's going to be like the number one thing is like temperature checks for people entering buildings and shit like that that's gonna be like yeah. a huge thing that we're we're gonna have to deal with or not even deal with that we're just gonna see yeah we have to find out like you know how much is it gonna actually is it going to be like a mandatory thing where everyone has to carry around a thermometer in their pocket and like show at the door no, before probably they can go gonna in be like like what the um like the drive-thru uh tests that they have now Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it's I've heard gonna of. Be like, it's literally <laughs> like like a like a thermometer that just gets like put up against your temple or something. Like yeah, just... it, it it's like a no. It's like the most sanitary way to do. And obviously, there's probably like films on them that you like. Uh, you know, like in a doctor's office when they look in your ear and they have like the little cone condoms that go over the. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Whenever you, uh, that's like that's the part that makes me go ooh in my checkups is whenever I get that ooh. little get that little little ear condom action going on. I'm like, don't impregnate my brain with your ideas. Mm, <laughs> get out my wax, <laughs> Doctor Daddy. Doctor Daddy, oh <laughs> mm, yes. That's... Find it baffling how I could still hear with so much wax in my ear. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know they made things so sticky and brown. I literally had a doctor tell me that once. Really? That during, like, during, I can't like, believe physical, that you hear. He was like, can you hear properly out of this year? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, well, I mean, would you like us to drain the wax in there? Because there is so much in there. I'm like surprised you can't, you can hear. 
Wow. Did you have them drain it? Oh, yeah. Was it was it absolutely oh. was it simultaneously disgusting and the most cleansing feeling it was, ever? A the most cleansing feeling I've ever felt. So disgusting and like the most fascinating thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, yeah. I legitimately, it's... as I felt it like coming out of my ear, like I'm laughing with the nurse where I'm like, girl, get me a hand mirror. I want to see what's happening here. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, like full, I'm so sorry. This is the grossest way that, to say this <laughs> ever, ever, but it truly felt like I was like shitting turds out of my ear. Like it was like, hey, I've heard of brain farts, but I've never heard of brain, f- brain turds. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I heard a lot better out of that here. I'm sure. I always, yeah, I always, I do like that feeling. It is kind of, it is simultaneously like absolutely horrific, but also like, like I had this a few months, like last year I had this giant pimple on my shoulder that when I finally like popped it and it like, it like drained for like, it was just like, I was like, oh, that was way more than I thought. Like, and then like, like see like, oh, it feels like. It's not bulbousy anymore. It's all empty. Like, oh, that that was good. I feel like it just nutted out of my shoulder. We hole. absolutely <laughs> have to stop talking about this. <laughs> I, I, there is no way if we didn't lose everybody listening already. If we continue, <laughs> if we continue, well, let's, let's talk about a few more bodily fluids, and then we'll get back to uh, <laughs> to, to reopening the bars. Okay, let's talk about having an ingrown pube because that's the worst. Ooh, I've had an ingrown toenail, but not a pew, but I've heard it's uh, no good time. Ooh, oh, Miss T, it is You've not. You've had that? Oh, yeah, because I, I, man, I trim. I keep, I go to manscaped.com. No, I don't. I, <laughs> I use, I, I, I roll the dice with a con air like everybody else. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I just whack at it a few times with a, with a straight razor. <laughs> what an hey, you absolute... know, I like to live dangerously full nightmare (laughs) but yeah the the, i remember going back to uh this is all to say that bars will be opening and it'll be scary but (laughs) uh going back we were talking about this that's the thing is like i'm gonna be unemployed for probably the rest of the year yeah i don't know if uh i don't know yeah i don't think there's gonna be there i mean there's definitely not gonna be like open mics for the rest of the year so like killer mics gonna be done well, I'm also like, unless they give me a promotion to bartender, then I'm like the least essential person to have in the bar. Right. Like, yeah, just an extra body around to possibly spread shit. <laughs> yeah. And there's never going to be enough people in there to justify having a bar back anymore. Yeah. That's the thing that I wanted it's to get to. because we're a small we're... space that like, right. It's going to be like a max of 15 to 20 people in there at a time legally allowed. Yeah. I think we were talking staff. Yeah, we were talking the other day off recording where you were saying like it's gonna every bar is gonna be like a speakeasy for a while. Oh, well, that was, gonna that be... was uh, Ian Ian Ager's assessment. Oh right, 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 right. right. He uh, said a couple of yeah, weeks every, back they're gonna like kind of like how grocery stores are like when they're really busy. They're like, all right, we're only letting X amount of people in every yeah. uh, you know every twenty minutes or so. Like that's how yeah. bars are gonna be. Which means like I don't even know how is that even gonna be like the same atmosphere because you're going to go and be like, oh, my friends can't come in yet. I got here early and they have to wait a half hour. And so I'm just going to, and they're like, what about in and outs for cigarettes and shit? Like it's going to be, it's going to be very different experience. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Um, a lot I of people like probably just stick, stick to I, drinking at home. Like we've been doing. I was doing. <laughs> just about to say, I feel like kickback culture is going to come back. 
Oh yeah, kickback culture or uh like honestly, when you're like, right out of college, you have no money, so you just get like some beer and you guys just like it, there's there's literally nothing to do. Like there's no games, there's no structure. It's literally right. just come over, let's hang out and see what happens. Yeah, it's the four people that I talk to all the time. They're exactly. just a constant rotating maybe, cast of people showing up and drinking maybe, in my place. <laughs> maybe we'll play Mario Kart. Maybe we'll watch YouTube. Maybe we'll literally just sit down, pass a fucking bong. Or not not anymore. There's going to be... Dude, <laughs> pot culture is going to change so much. Yeah, my, I was going to say, my neighbors, they're I'm nice guys. I'm never sharing uh, a joint with someone unless I know them like, super i i i'm i'm not above like checking friends temperatures before we share a joint <laughs> well i was gonna say i was i haven't told you that but like my neighbors they're nice guys and i see them out when i'm smoking cigarettes and they're doing smoking mm-hmm. weed they always offer me weed and i'm like i feel like a dick because i've always i always decline but i'm just like no nah, i just don't want to smoke your pipe like i i don't <laughs> like I, i'm smoking my pipe and i remember right before well, everything well, got that's when like, you say like i'm 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 a little ger- like paranoid of the germs. I would love to smoke with you. And like, you, right. you bring out your bowl with your weed and you can smoke with them. Right. No, no, that's totally that. They get the vibe. The vibe is definitely like, they, they don't think that I think they suck, but <laughs> uh, I remember like a few days before, uh, like we actually started social distancing in LA rad was over and we were playing video games and we were smoking weed and he was burning the end of my pipe with a lighter every time i pass it to him just to kill the, any germs that might yeah, be on I, it i was I like do, oh, i guess I, you could do I that do that a lot anyway because like i tend to at least when after i like i mean this is kind of gross but like i can sometimes it can get a little wet i can oh yeah no i know wet. so like i will always do that for the other person be like oh sorry sorry let me burn off that that moisture yeah, I, I feel that. Like it's like that's what you're saying. Like joints and blunts. Like I'm just oh, it's not going to return Absolutely to that. Not. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Poor no, zigzag's no, no, no. going to go out of business. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not happening. Have you been to? Uh, I'm curious because I'm going this week because I haven't been to a dispensary since shit's shut down. But however, uh, how is I've, weed? How are weed dispensaries? Delivery. I've been doing delivery. Oh, okay. I've been doing. That's probably what I should do with, then. Um, Canx.org. Ooh, sponsor. Yeah, I was thinking of going to our friend uh, Jessica Singer's dispensary because it's not too far from me. And she was like, oh, there might be a line out front because we're, you know, uh, we're making like people wait and stuff. I was like, ah, eh, maybe I'll just deliver. Uh, I'll send you the link. Um, it, like, I'll send you a referral because then we'll both get a discount. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I yeah, also use Grassdoor too. I'll send you the shit that I, that I get delivery from. Yo, you ever blaze it through that grass door or the grass ceiling, dude? You ever blaze through the grass ceiling, bro? People in glass, people glass, people, people in grass houses shouldn't toke bleezies. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even high right now. This is me sober and on a one Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> um, as we I, go in for the, uh, uh, oh, what are you, you lighting up now because I suck? <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm also drinking a mango cart right now at three oh, yeah, thirty in are. the afternoon. Um, Joe, as we go in for the close here for our listeners, uh, yeah, we're about, you know, we're doing about 25, half an hour and I know that we're going to keep going, but this is the last chunk that I have prepared, at least in my brain. Uh, I have, I have, uh, like the, there's some, you know, everyone's going through their own version of this weird quarantine shit and social Mm -hmm. distancing and maybe being isolated. What is, uh, been some stuff that's been really helpful for you to not like have those bad mental health moments that you were talking about? <clears throat> um, I mean, certainly 
like, I, I obviously, you know, I medicate with a lot of weed. I don't know how I do this without weed. I don't. I right. truly don't. Um, and that may sound like sort of an addict talk, but I don't fucking care. Um, yeah, I don't think it counts when it's weed. <laughs> I think that's no, fair. No, it could count. It could count, but it's also like, you know, everyone who wants to judge anybody for their whatever is getting them through this right now. Right. <clears throat> like we said earlier today, we were saying off mic that people who just kind of are coming after people in quarantine for liking what they like or. Right. Just being a shit lord. Yeah. And the difference between shitty little trolls and silly little trolls. Right. <laughs> um, is is usually weed. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the yeah, difference. Like, Weed, video games, playing around, like getting myself into a new hobby, you know, experimenting with makeup has been, you know, kind of because I've been falling into like Nintendo when I do makeup. Like it's I start and the next thing I know, it's like three hours later and it's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, the, I've been getting that with uh, I think, yeah, the the idea of picking up like a new hobby or maybe something that you haven't had time to do in the past that you used to enjoy. You like wanted for me- to try yeah, because I've had that same Zen thing happen when I'm like either like making stupid fake ads for this podcast or like making music. I look down, I'm like, oh, it's fucking six thirty. I started doing this at like two. Like this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. is. It has been helpful for me too to kind of get out of my uh, just kind of like focus on a thing that brings me joy for sure. But also, don't get me wrong. You know, there's all these great creative things and like basic. But like also, I mean, I'd be such a liar if I said that like trashy reality TV isn't getting. Oh, hundred percent. Like I've been watching a lot of Celebrity Big Brother UK on YouTube. Uh, totally, a lot of out of context fights. Very very <laughs> fun. If you're Just a listener like super this, cuts of all the fights. <laughs> if you're a listener of this podcast, well, you obviously are. If you're still here listening, <laughs> go to YouTube and just look up Pete Burns on Celebrity Big Brother and just watch like that three minute compilation. And oh, what a treat! What what a treat what an icon rests in peace pete burns (laughs) it's uh yeah it's it's the balance between like doing something like because i have i have the i have to i've found when time before this when i only had so much time to dedicate to like watching stuff i would usually like i should watch a new movie or something but like now i'm just like no i need to have that stuff where i can just turn my brain off like i said i'm watching old family guy episodes and like shit like that where it's like it's I need to have that also and not just hard hitting art or whatever See, all the time. Is, <laughs> I feel like I've done that for years anyway. Like I would skip over a lot of like new stuff and I would put stuff off because I'm like, oh, I just want to watch fucking 30 Rock for the 150th time. And I'm Absolutely. finding myself now finally being like, you know what? Why not? I'll finally start watching Preacher. Right. Yeah. All these like shows, like these dramas or not even dramas, but like, you know, the hour long shows that you're like, oh, I never had time for all right, of it just blank. Feel, when you're like, well, you, you say like, okay, it's not that long. It's only like three or four seasons. Then you think about it. You're like, oh my God, that's 40 hours of content. I'm going to have to consume. <laughs> exactly. And what if it's not all great? Like a yeah, movie it- that's like, okay. is like, okay, you only wasted a couple hours on that. Yeah, and the people are always like, dude, you got to wait till season two. That's when it gets good. I'm like, okay, so there's 10 to 15 hours of bad TV before I get there. Like, yeah. that's what you're like, pitching I this watched, as. I watched the first season of the show called The Terror of uh, uh, per Andy Sell, friend of the show's uh, recommendation. And yeah. there's only a couple of seasons and it's an anthology. So it's like, okay, well, at most there's 20 hours of, of content. 
And then uh, I'm, I'm halfway through it. I'm texting Andy. I'm like, oh, I love this. He goes, oh, great. Don't watch the second season because it's absolute horseshit, dog shit, garbage. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. So I literally only have to watch the first season of this. He's like, yeah. That's beautiful. That's like the flip side. Like he's not giving you extra bullshit to sift through. He's like, no, just this, this finite thing. And that's, that's kind of like a movie too. Like watching a season of TV. Sometimes it's like I, when I could see a finite endpoint that I can accomplish within a reasonable amount of time, I'm way more likely to get into yeah. a thing like that. Like, <laughs> I feel like one, definitely one thing I've realized in this quarantine is that I will never watch the West wing. <laughs> I just won't do it. I yeah, I just, don't think I'm gonna... I simply will not do it. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to finish Succession. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I tried. I got pretty I got pretty deep into season 1 and then I was good. just like, you know it's what? It's so good, it's, but like it's, yeah, it's good, it's but it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. It's yeah. like every every episode is so fucking tense and I'm just like that is good TV, but I don't want to feel that right now. <laughs> Man. Speaking of which, uh, uh, what what musical should I watch tonight, Joe? Oh, are we are we giving you more <laughs> homework tonight? I yes. guess we'll just do something uh, off to the side because we're, I don't want to put you on your next. By the way, me should we should we make the announcement? We're we're we're, we're I, I've teased it a little bit ago, but we're we're cooking up some kind of. Uh, Podcast, podcast together where thing. uh joe will be teaching me an aggressively straight white male comedian about musical theater and yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna watch uh, some musicals and we're gonna chat about them what was what was the one that made us this start like i hit you up about something i was watching was it well, uh you asked what, me you asked me to recommend musicals to you and i oh, yeah, sent cause, you like cause i couldn't think of any list. <laughs> And, I literally was sitting there like, I can't think of any that I haven't seen. <laughs> and it was just so, but like, I, I, I almost felt bad when you texted me because it was like, oh no, he's, <laughs> he's about to get so many thrown at him. Um, but, but honestly, was, that's exactly what I wanted. With, um, you rewatched Little Shop of Horrors. Right. Yeah. I think I heard like a song from it somewhere, like suddenly Seymour popped up somewhere and I was like, oh yeah, I should rewatch that. And then, yeah. I hit you up and you gave me this look laundry list and I was like exactly what I was looking for. I was like, great. I, these are like, all these things that I've heard about. Here, check this out. Maybe you'll <laughs> like it. Maybe you won't. I sent you like all kinds, but then I think you watched across the universe might've honestly been the, I watched that the uh, same night that I watched a uh, uh, little shop, I believe. So I was like, Oh no. And then I watched uh, Hedwig and the angry inch. I that talked about it. that. Hedwig and yeah, the angry I talked about inch. I talked about that a lot on uh, our earlier episode a few yeah, weeks ooh, like, boy, a week we have ago. A we're going to have a long talk about Hedwig. <laughs> uh, yeah, talk. so for any for any adventurous listeners who made it to the end of this uh, this segment, uh, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Let us know if that sounds like something you'd want to hear. Uh, Joe teaching me about uh, the importance of different uh, subgenres within musical theater and uh, me doing book reports on it as a straight boy. <laughs> and if you love, and if you're a musical theater fan, be excited because uh, the plan for the first few episodes is I'm going to throw him right into the deep end with uh, a bunch of Sondheim. Oh yeah, one and after we got the other. Yeah. We got West Side Story uh, we got and uh, West Side Story out of the way, and then up next we're going to talk about Gypsy. Which so, apparently I, I I watched West Side Story on Sondheim's birthday, and I didn't even know that he did. He absolutely <laughs> did. Um, go by the way, go to YouTube, everybody, and look up the Stephen Sondheim 90th birthday celebration, where it's like a bunch of fucking 
uh, fucking top tier Broadway stars did Sondheim numbers from their apartments in isolation with a full oh, that's fucking great. orchestra, everyone playing from isolation. Oh, that's fucking crazy. It, I, you got a link. Send that to me so I can put it on uh, Twitter and stuff. Yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. post it that is. as peripheral content. Unbelievable. It's like it's long. It's like two and a half hours long. It's like a full fucking production. That's beautiful. Uh, but if you're a Sondheim fan, it's everything you needed in this quarantine right now. Entertainment. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I, I'm very curious to see how a full orchestra manages to do that together. But si- and, but like that's crazy. To, to give you a, like uh, something to watch that's not a Sondheim, just so we don't get too ahead of ourselves there. Um, I'd recommend just watching the SpongeBob musical, man. It's rentable on that- PlayStation and Prime. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they, they taped it to uh, air on Nickelodeon. Oh, I didn't even know there was a, a, a visual version. I thought there was only a stage performance of that. No, no, I didn't know it that it was on video. Performance. It is the stage oh, performance. Oh, I see what you mean. So, like they, they taped it on they, – they taped the stage before, uh, production. Oh, that's even that's even more interesting, oh, Ben. That's oh. definitely, uh, I will check then that out. you get out. the full experience. <laughs> Absolutely. Minus, minus there's a little – in the regular not – uh, airing on a children's network there was like a lot a lot a lot a lot of sexual tension between plankton and his robot wife karen <laughs> like in the live version it's like they fuck that's what so well i always i mean i like, knew plankton it down it. a little bit for the uh <laughs> all right well this is gonna air at 7 p.m on a saturday on nickelodeon so maybe let's not <laughs> allude to the fact that plankton super fucks that computer oh yeah plankton gets it in for sure <laughs> gets it in with karen Ooh. hashtag not all karens not all karens fuck single-celled it's organisms slur, or whatever you guys <laughs> karen is a slur it's like saying the n-word but it's different because we're saying karen because and we're not we saying the say n-word karen and not the n-word you can say kara you can't say karen <laughs> That's he called me Karen with a hard N. <laughs> oh, oh no, this is all right. We should probably end this. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, where can people find you on social media? If they want to see more uh, makeup stuff and, and musical stuff and just general Joe stuff, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Joe Charles K. And uh, I guess if you want to follow me on TikTok at Joe K comedy, I haven't made any content yeah. yet there. But maybe we will. Be an we'll, early we'll adopter. We'll see what happens. Be an early adopter. Yeah, an get early on adopter the of Joe K. Floor with this stardom, baby. <laughs> oh, great. And as for me, everybody, of course, you can find me at KB Anderson. Yo, you can follow this podcast at Bleak Pod. And I'm going to just say this one more time. Hey, go over to patreon.com slash bleak and review and pledge me your fealty for extra content this week. Uh, the episode came out one day late because I forgot what Tuesday was. I apologize for that, but I will be more ah. punctual. I will be punctual going forward. There's some cool music and some fun skits. Go check out patreon.com slash bleak and review five bucks a month, everybody, or more if you want. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for chatting with me. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk soon, BB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally when we're done with this, we're going to keep this yeah. conversation <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, right. bye. Until next week, everybody. Bye bye. Ding dong. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening past the outro. This is Kevin Anderson once again reminding you that. 
Bleak and Review is on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Bleak and Review, you get an extra episode every week on Tuesdays when I remember what Tuesdays are. And uh, I'm doing some other fun stuff, cooking up some other things. And uh, right now, if you join as an early adopter, it would mean a lot to me and my rent that I paid today on May 1st. Thank you.